More controversy for Pope Francis and Cardinal Betu. This, this story started coming out two years ago. I made a couple videos about it, and I said, I bet you Cardinal Betu knows some things. And this is the second hearing was today, and this is the biggest trial in the history of the Vatican for at least 100 years. I haven't done the research, but I'm, it may be the biggest trial ever. And this could be a major scar on the, on the pontificate of Pope Francis. Now, many people don't understand what's going on here. They know there's a major London real estate, money laundering, something going on here. So today I'm just going to give us the 10 facts that are public. I'll try to make some conclusions towards the end. But there's a lot of, when you read things, even in newspapers or online, a lot of people don't understand the way the Vatican works. They don't understand the Vatican Bank. Uh, so I'm going to try to clarify some of those points in 10 facts. You know, you have these videos, 10 easy facts, 10 interesting facts. That's today. We're going to do that. Um, before we do, we will pray. We'll pray the Our Father together, the Pater Noster, and then we'll jump into the facts, uh, a little bit of background on Cardinal Betchu, what's going on on money laundering, embezzlement, fraud, etc., and then Vatican City with the Vatican Bank and the key characters involved. Oremus in nomine Patris et Fidei et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Pater Noster, qui es in Celi Sanctificetur nomen Tuum, advenia Regnum Tuum, fiat voluntas Tua, sicut in Cielo et in Terra. Panem Nostrum quotidianum da nobis odie, dimite nobis debita nostra, sicut et nos dimitimus debitoribus nostris, et ne nos inducas in tentationem, Se libera nosa malo. Amen. Nomini Patris et Fidii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. All right, friends, welcome aboard. And like always, if you like this video, hit the thumbs up, share it on Facebook, and subscribe and click the bell if you're new. All right, five facts about Cardinal Betchu. You can see a picture of him over here in this bottom left corner, your bottom left corner. What is going on. Well, there's two main problems. This is interesting fact number one. Two big problems. The Secretary of State um, is involved in a 350 million euro purchase of an investment property in London. This raised a lot of red flags. It hit the media, it hit the news, and it's an embarrassment. Of course, there is also the story of the Vatican investing in the documentary, the rockumentary of Elton John's movie Rocket Man, and also uh, what was the other one? There was a Men in Black sequel uh, that the Vatican was investing uh, money in. This raises all these questions on what what exactly is the Vatican doing with this money? But there's also a secondary problem, and that is there's a family affair of perhaps money laundering or embezzlement with Cardinal Betchu and his family. There's accusations that he, and I covered this in a previous video on Cardinal Betchu. So if you just search Cardinal Betchu and my name, Taylor Marshall, you'll find it on my YouTube channel. That Betchu was sending money to a charity run by his brother. Uh, also, another uh, paid defendant in the trial, Cecilia Moragna, um, that 
he paid her to create dossiers of incriminating information on Vatican personnel. This connects to another story. As you know, Cardinal Bell, Pell of Australia was accused of all kinds of things while Cardinal Pell was investigating and doing an audit on this realm of financial irregularity in the Vatican. So this raised the question, was Cardinal Betchu creating dossiers of incrimination, true or false, against others? And then did that include Cardinal Pell? These are the questions now being, being asked. Interesting fact number two, the charges include embezzlement, money laundering, misappropriation, abuse of office, and fraud. So we're talking about some major crimes here with some major penalties attached. Interesting fact number three, this, these are going back to records 2014, 2018. It's been a two-year trial so far. And interestingly enough, this is where Pope Francis is brought in. He has changed the rules on this trial to include things of getting information more, more easily, including wiretaps. Wiretaps. So the, this is the first time that these kind, this kind of evidence will be brought into the trial. Now, this, of course, involves the Vatican Bank. And the real name for the Vatican Bank is the IOR, which is Latin. It's an acronym for the Latin, Institutum Pro Operibus Religionis. And I'll probably make a video because I get this question all the time. What is the IOR? Where did it begin? I give a brief history of the origin of the Vatican Bank, the IOR, and some of the scandals leading up in the 60s and 70s in my book, Infiltration. So if you want to get it in print with sources, check out Infiltration. But whenever you see IOR or Vatican Bank in the news, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. The real name is Institutum Pro Operibus Religionis or IOR. Interesting fact number five, there are 10 defendants, so it's not just Cardinal Betchu. 30 lawyers about are involved and every defendant gets to call multiple witnesses to the stand. So this is going to take a long time. Now, number six, who is this Cardinal Betchu? Cardinal Angelo Betchu was the second ranking official in the Vatican's Secretariat of State. Now, Betchu is double dirty. Double, he, he claims he's innocent, but he has two dirty attachments. One is this banking scandal. The second regards ex-Cardinal McCarrick. That's right. In fact, Archbishop Vigano has called out Cardinal Betchu, and I'll read you the statement. This was in the August 2018 testimony, the breakout testimony of Archbishop Carlo Maria Viganò. He said that Cardinal Betchu, as substitute in the Secretary of State, knew in every detail, quote, in every detail, the situation about Cardinal Theodore McCarrick and his sexual abuse of minors, adult priests, seminarians, 
And he says, in his capacity as substitute, Betu had direct contact with McCarrick during that time. So, according to Vigano, who I trust on these matters, because as time has gone on since August 2018, he's been vindicated over and over. He says that the detailed reports that were going to the then Vatican Secretary of State, Bertone, and his substitute, Betu, the same Cardinal Betu, having responses back and forth that Betu would have known all about it. So, there are two problems here with Cardinal Betu. Now, the one with McCarrick is not being tried in this trial, but it does, in a way, tarnish his reputation for for doing the right thing. Also, as Catholics who love the church and want to honor the bishops and the cardinals and the pontificate, the papacy, we have to ask ourselves, why were these men um, who are compromised being placed um, with decision authority over for example, a 350 million euro purchase of real estate in London. Why, why would Pope Francis choose these men and this guy, Betchu, who knows all the dirty deeds about McCarrick and is keeping quiet about it? Why would Francis say, that's the guy I want in charge of this? Now, interesting fact number seven, Cardinal Betchu says he is innocent and he's actually had some hard words against Pope Francis. From the outside, it looks like Cardinal Betchu is being made the fall guy. They're going to take all the guilt. He's the scapegoat. They place the guilt on Betchu and they send the scapegoat out into the desert. Cardinal Betchu, claiming his innocence, says, quote, I am calm. I feel calm in conscience. I have the confidence that the judges will be able to see the facts well and my great hope is the certainty that they recognize my innocence. Now, before all this came out into the public, Pope Francis had appointed Cardinal Betchu to also be the prefect for the Congregation of Saints. What does the Congregation of Saints do? They review all the upcoming blesseds and canonized saints going through the process. So he was overseeing that he had the highest position over that congregation in Rome. And here's another interesting fact. So perhaps, again, this is not fact, but perhaps Betchu was creating dossiers of incriminating information on Vatican personnel. That's what he's been accused of. And perhaps that related to Cardinal Pell, who was auditing these Vatican uh, books, but also, do you remember back when the good Cardinal Burke was um, overseeing the Knights of Malta? He was the kind of the Cardinal protector of the Knights of Malta. And he began to investigate and talk about some things in the Knights of Malta that were contrary to Catholic teaching. It related to condoms. I won't go into the whole story. But Cardinal Burke was removed quickly from that, he was called in and he had sort of this last minute change. Do you remember who replaced as delegate Cardinal Burke? It was Cardinal Betchu. 
I bet you it was bet you. So that's another interesting thing in this story is you see that Francis took Burke out. And I think Burke is a very good and holy man, a good cardinal. And he put Betchu in as sort of the guy to come in and clean things up. So obviously, Pope Francis, and, he, and we'll see in just a moment, sees Betchu as a collaborator. He sees Betchu as a man who won't reveal secrets. And when there's bad stuff like McCarrick, we'll do a little cover up. And this, I'm just going to kind of pause here. Maybe I should save it for the end. I'll save it for the end. But this is why I think that Pope Francis is very afraid of, of Cardinal Betchu. Number nine, that was number eight, that, that Betchu was over Congregation for Saints and the delegate over Knights of Malta. Number nine, coming to the end here. Francis wants Betchu to be innocent. innocent. In fact, in a recent interview, uh, I covered it in a previous podcast, Pope Francis said he hoped, quote, with all my heart that the cardinal is innocent. He also says, quote, besides, he was my collaborator and helped me a lot. He is a person for whom I have a certain esteem as a person. That is to say that my wish is that it turns out well, end quote. So Francis wants Betchu to be innocent. And there's two ways that, that this could fall out. One is he's innocent and the whole thing goes away. Two, he's guilty and he becomes the fall guy. The problem with that scenario, this is getting in, jumping ahead in the conclusion, problem with that scenario is if Betchu does become the fall guy and does become the scapegoat, he could start revealing all kinds of skeletons in the Vatican closet. He knows a lot. He knew about McCarrick, according to Vigano. He knew about the 350 million euro purchase. He knew about donations to his brother charity. And who knows what else he knows. He knows what was going on in the Knights of Malta because he replaced Cardinal Burke. So all these hot topics, he's connected to them. So if they throw Betchu under the bus, I bet you he starts to talk. Number 10, there have been some procedural problems. And I got this information today. It was on the National Catholic Register. And it said, in June, the financial monitoring body, Moneyval, noted the potential conflicts of time and interest by the judges and the prosecutors involved in the trial, most of whom also have other jobs in the Italian legal system. And the first hearing of the Cardinal Becci trial, which lasted seven hours, was filled with objections to procedural issues raised by the defense attorneys who complained that they did not have enough time to read through the 28,000 pages of evidence and important documents. Following the hearing, the court's president, Giuseppe Pignatone, ordered the prosecutors to provide missing documents to the defense. He also asked them to hand over video files of interrogations with Monsignor Alberto Perlasca, a suspect of the investigations who was never charged and is now a significant witness for the prosecution. So far, the Vatican prosecutors have refused the president's order and the defense has only been given a summary of Perlasca's testimony. Lawyers of Cecilia Maragna, 
she's the one who says that um, she was asked to create dossiers of incriminating info. Uh, she said in, in a defense memo submitted last week that in an autonomous and impartial judicial systems, quote, the refusal would have been immediately sanctioned. So everybody's throwing up objections and causing a delay. When you're talking about elderly cardinals, that means over time they do die. If you read my book, Infiltration, you'll see that in these legal situations that involve the Vatican Bank, people do die. One was involved in a hanging in London. Another was involved with the poisoning of coffee while he was in prison. It was proven in the autopsy. These things do happen as they kick the can down the road. So those are your 10 interesting facts about the Cardinal Betu case. In conclusion, and I kind of already revealed it, you know, it can go one of two ways. He's innocent. And I think Pope Francis and all the people at the Vatican Bank and the Secretary of State, that's what they would like. They would like Betu to walk to be innocent. Francis has even said, I hope he is innocent. That way, everything stays under wraps. If he's found guilty, and of course, there's other, other defendants and more people being brought in, this could rupture. It's like a giant wound full of pus and rot. And if it pushed on too hard, it could bust open and reveal all this infection. And then more and more would come out and it would begin to cascade. It'd be very bad. So, you know, more than accusations that Francis allowed idolatry with Pachamama or he reversed restrictions or sanctions on McCarrick uh, or that he is in a um, alignment or agreement with China or with the EU or accusations of heresy with regard to a Morris Letizia, all these things. This, this legal situation that has to do with money and bank accounts and euros and real estate, and there's a paper trail to these things. And how high up does it go? Cardinal Pell says it already goes all the way to the doorstep of Vatican City. It's in Vatican City, the corruption. It's real and it's present. They keep pushing on it. Does that gangrious, rotten wound burst open and the world see what's really there? We don't know. We'll have to wait it out. And it looks like, for the time being, they are going to kick the can down the road. So there are your 10 interesting facts about the Pope Francis Cardinal Betu situation. And uh, I'll make a video coming up here about the history um, and the role of the Vatican Bank, the IOR. People are, are very interested in that. And I think people probably in general on YouTube are confused about what is the Vatican Bank. By the way, there's a poll right now in the live saying, do we even need a Vatican Bank? So go ahead over in the live chat, vote in that poll. Should there be a Vatican Bank or not? I've said in many other videos, the fact that there is a autonomous Vatican bank that doesn't answer to any other political entities is convenient for the church because they don't have to worry about their money getting stolen by another country. But it's also the pearl of great price for criminals. 
because it provides the one bank in the world that they can run money through and not be traced. It's a very valuable feature on planet Earth for criminals. And we do know in the history of the Vatican Bank, it has been used for that. And the temptation will always be there that criminals will bribe and get their fingers into the Vatican Bank so they can pass money through unseen by the rest of the world. That's a big problem. All right. Well, thanks for watching. We'll close off here with the Hail Mary in Latin. Oremus nomini patris et fidei et spiritus sancti. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum. Benedicta tu mulieribus et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et mortis nostre. Amen. In nomine Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. All right. Thanks for watching. And remember, what can you do as a layperson? You can pray. And the easiest and the best way to do that on a daily basis, to clock in 20 minutes with God, is pray the rosary every day. Pray the rosary every day or you're not on the team. Read the Bible every day. You can start with the New Testament. You can start with the Gospels. Or you can start with Genesis. I have a plan for reading the Catholic Bible in one year. You can get that if you go over to patreon.com. It's something that I provide all the uh, patrons, the generous patrons of this YouTube channel. If you want to learn more and also send you signed copies of books, signed copies of Infiltration, uh, signed copies of all nine of my books, go to patreon.com forward slash Marshall and explore the different levels. And I thank everyone who already supports Again, if you like this video, please hit the like button. That's the thumbs up. Please take a moment to share this video on Facebook. You are my algorithm. And if you're new, please hit the subscribe button and make sure you hit that bell. All right. Thank you so much for watching. And remember, our Lord Jesus Christ says you're the light of the world and the salt of the earth. So go out there and be salty. God bless. Godspeed. And pray for Holy Mother of the Church.